Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Amen. Esther chapter 8. Esther chapter 8. We're going to read the first eight verses. The Bible says, on that day, I believe we are in that day, amen, that some breakthrough you have been expecting and waiting for, God will begin to unfold it in Jesus' name. On that day, God will shame the devil in your life. On that day, some breakthroughs you've been waiting for is here. On that day, laughter is locating your household. What you thought was going to be impossible is going to become possible. The God of all possibilities is visiting your house. On that day, this is the day. This is the day that the prophet has spoken about. It's in your ears. It's here. The Bible said, on that day, the king, Ahasuerus, gave Queen Esther the house of Haman. Wow. He gave Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. God is giving over to you that which your enemy has been using to taunt you. Are you listening to me now? The position, the enemy has been using to turn to you. Say, we are up here, you are down there. God is giving their position to you. God is calling someone to honor in this. I don't know who I'm talking to. He says, and Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. Oh, two things going on here. Not only was Esther actually honored, uh, uh, the Bible says that even Mordecai too was pulled up because of relationship. Because Esther had told the king, hey, king, you wouldn't even know me without this man. So the king took off his siglet ring, which he had taken off from Haman. Ha <laughs> ha! God is removing some people off their seat and is putting somebody in the house there. God is putting someone here. I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm talking about high level position. God is moving someone there and that's you in the mighty name of Jesus. I need you to think about this. Because this is how I like to read my Bible. I like to see God, Holy Spirit, help me to see the picture. Help me to see the courts. And you have to think about Mordecai, the guy that used to sit at the gates. That's the only way you're going to appreciate this. The guy that used to sit at the gates. Open the gates, other people come in, and all that. Now the king gave him the secret ring that whatever he says becomes law. A migrant. An asylum seeker. A slave. Now he became one that you have to put something behind his name. Because now he becomes next to the king. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Look at what's going on in this passage. He was once that once upon a time, you know, people look down at, but right now, the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. He who one person has rejected has said, the king said, I have accepted. Now, the Bible says that Esther spoke again to the king. Esther said, no, it's not over yet, my lord. And the thing about Esther is, may God give you the kind of wisdom Esther has. Esther has brains and beauty. Esther went on her knees 
And the Bible says, he, she went on her knees and fell down to the feet of the king and implored her with tears. She didn't just take it for granted I'm the wife. She recognized if you need favor, if you need help, you need something, there is a way you ask. The Bible said with tears, she asked that the king should counteract the evil of Haman the Agagite. Every evil that the enemy has programmed against your life, we decree by the prophetic grace of God, it shall be counteracted in Jesus' name. It will be removed. What has been proclaimed over your household by the finger of God, we cancel it today in the mighty name of Jesus. This word becomes life to you. It becomes flesh to you in the name of Jesus. He said the scheme which had been devised against the Jews. There are times that folks would devise things against you in your place of work. They would devise things against you in your own home. They devise things against you in your own community. But the Bible said that the evil which has been devised against you, it has become change right now. Because a change is taking place. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is doing something in the life of someone. So the king held out the golden scepter towards Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king. Do you know something that's going on here? We have, in chapter 8 now, gone past where we began many, many, many months back now, where the, you could not go to the presence of the king without the king inviting you. Esther has broken all that. That's, that's become a law for some people. God will exempt the law because you have come. He will change the law because you are here. Wow! Nobody's mentioning the fact that the king had not invited. Now Esther can go in and come out. And not only that, Esther can now take another person. <laughs> so the Bible says, she said to the king, he said, if it pleases the king, if I have found favor in his sight, and this thing seems right to the king, and I'm pleasing in his eyes. So let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman. I don't know what letter you have received before. But I see that God will change that letter. Someone received some kind of bad letter. Some bad letter. Medical bad letter. Legal letter you have received. I said this year you are testifying. It has been revoked. It has been changed. In the name of Jesus. Come on somebody lift your right hand to heaven. Just claim it. Just lift up your right hand to heaven. Say Lord in the name of Jesus we receive a change. In that report we receive a change. In that letter we cancel the old. We receive a new. In the name of Jesus. It's a new day. Receive grace. Receive grace for a change report in the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 8. When she had presented her appeal to the king, the king said, there's something interesting in verse 8. The king said, you yourselves, not you yourself. <laughs> Did you notice that? Not just Esther now. It's become plural now. Say, so you yourselves. Write a decree concerning the Jews as you please in the king's name. Then seal it with the king's signet ring. Now look at the B part. For whatever, for whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet, no one can revoke. But hang on a sec. One was written before with the same 
thing. Now it's been revoked. The previous one was written the same way, but when a higher law, <laughs> a higher law, I don't know what's been written against you and has been sealed before, but I decree a higher seal by the blood of Jesus. A higher seal by the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody pray for one minute right now. Go ahead. Open your mouth. Just pray for one minute. A higher law. A higher law to, to pull it out in the name of Jesus Christ. That which has been sealed before, receive grace. I change it in the mighty name of Jesus. A higher law. Unlock grace and begin to decree, Lord, whatever has been said by whoever, by whoever, I change it in the name of Jesus. That's it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Wow, be seated. I just need to get a few things out of the way this morning. This morning, quickly, we're going to be speaking on unlocking the realm of favor. Unlocking the realm of favor. I believe on this day of our prayer and vision, one major thing that one major thing that we need for unusual progress, not the word, unusual progress is favor. And I know that you had the word favor many times. I believe that God will not just limit us, limit our life to a life of cycles of labor and limit our success to our labor. I believe that God has put in place some principles and some systems that is available for you and I to push us beyond the limit of our effort. That's what I believe in Jesus' name we are plugging into in this season. There are dimensions of God's power that are programmed, that are, that are, that are programmed with principles and keys that if you understand them and you use them, no matter who uses them, actually it will work for them. Whether they are believers or not, it does work. So there are principles that people can use. Even when they are not Christians, it is working. What is now interesting to me, people who are not believers are using many of these things. It's working for them. And the sons of the kingdom are locked out. Now these things are mysteries. They are secrets. Amen. I believe that a person's success is a function of the favor they enjoy in their life. If you see somebody successful, you have to understand that in addition to their skills, in addition to their preparation, also is favor. We celebrated our sister this morning. In all the work she's done on top of that, beneath that, undergirding that, also is favor. You know, many times you see situations like this where people's names are submitted for something. I'm not saying that's what happened here. But I'll give you an example. Everybody labored and everybody's put on the same level put in the same pot, but somebody's picked. I'm just giving you an example. Right? Everybody bought the same uh, exam. You did the same paper, and then I said three people qualify, and then we have to pick one person. May favor locate you. Now, I have to say that for you to understand, you cannot remove the place of hard work. Favor is commonly spoken among believers. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, as a person, also have spoken on this subject many times for the over 20 something years. I have been preaching, and I have preached favor in one angle. I've looked at it as it is an unmerited act of kindness that a person receives from God or from man. That has been the angle that I've looked at it. 
But of recent, actually, I discovered that that is only part of the story, but it's not totally the story. And I thank God that we do not claim to have the monopoly of wisdom or knowledge. The Bible said, if any man thinks he knows all things, you, you, you do not know as you ought to yet. So, but when your heart is open and you're open to understanding, God begins to break new realm into you. So it actually blessed me so much of recent when I heard a man of God preaching on this subject blew my mind and opened my eyes and I started going to search and I reflected and I discovered that thank God for favor that we do enjoy. But how much more would we have enjoyed it much more if we had known that we were unlocking certain things? I didn't know. I didn't know certain things I was doing was unlocking favor. I used to think the favor God gives it, and that's true, God gives it, but I discover that you can actually merit favor. Now, if I knew it, then it would be a thing I enjoy much more. If you understand the key for something, are you following me now? You will use it more as a key rather than an accidental discovery. So there are keys, there are principles I have been working in. You have been working in yourself, but it's, it's been working for you, but you didn't know that you're actually operating a key. It's like somebody who accidentally discovered gold in their garden. They were not searching for one. And even, they didn't even know it was gold. So they just put it in one corner. But if you understand that it was a principle, then you will cherish it, you will use it, you will master it. Now, this morning I pray that as I'm about to share something with you, you will benefit from favor continuously. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because I'm telling you what I've discovered is so mind-blowing. Friends, I discovered that you can actually merit favor. You can unlock the realm of favor. Why? Because it's a mystery. And there are things in the kingdom of God that is a mystery. There are so many mysteries. They are locked in, but it takes understanding to unveil them. And as you are praying and fasting, I believe that it is important for you and I to know this thing so you do not walk against your own prayer. Let's begin by reminding ourselves that favor has two levels. And I believe most of us know this. Favor has two levels. There is favor with God. And there is favor with men. We know that. Everybody understand that. We know very well our success in life, this is what we must understand. The success you enjoy in life is not completely up to God and it's not completely up to man. Now, you need to really understand what I just said. Your success in life is not completely up to God and it's not completely up to man. Now, this would surprise some of us who are religious in that area. Because we've left things, so, you know, if it's God's will. Do you know that God himself said, whatsoever thing you bind on earth, he's bound in heaven. Whatever thing you lose on earth, which means if you do not bind on earth, it's not bound in heaven. Do you understand now? If you don't lose on earth, it's not loosed in heaven. Do you know God said that when you don't sow, you can't reap. So you see, your success is not completely up to God. So God needs you to understand certain things. You press certain... The thing about these keys is doors answer to keys, not to the owner of the door. If you hold a key and you use it, the door will answer to the key. If I give anybody in this hall now the key to my house, even if they have never been there before, they will enter that house easily, right? Because the key 
answers to the door. Those doors are programmed to answer a key. If you know the password to a computer and you put it in, he answers you. This morning, in the name of Jesus, may the Lord unlock realms of the spirit. May God give unto you things that others are enjoying freely. May you begin to plug in. May you begin to walk in. May you begin to walk in into doors that will open up a greater door in the name of Jesus. That's what it's all about. Friend, if you don't know these keys and you don't begin to operate them, and you just begin to quote scriptures, you can quote scripture from morning to night. Make me, let men arise and favor me. Nothing will happen. If you don't operate those keys. But as I begin to unfold them a little bit, some of you will realize, oh, if I, you know, until I heard what I heard, and I started thinking about my life, then I realized, wow, no wonder certain things works for me in this area. But I didn't know they were keys. I thought I was just doing what is right to do. Because when you know something is a key, even when you lose it, what do you do? You look for it. That's, a, that's what I'm trying to get you to see now. When you know something is a key, when you lose it, you will find it. Many people have had things working for them in the past, and it didn't work for them anymore, and they don't understand. And they're expecting God to do what God should do. God said, but I gave you a key. May the Lord open our eyes this morning. In the name of Jesus. Well, today I'll try and touch on one or two of these keys. But I want to start with the favor with men. Because, you see, I found out that it is possible to have favor with God and to have favor with men. We said that. But I discovered that it's possible to have favor with God and not favor with men. In fact, many people have favor with God and they don't have favor with men. I want you to understand that that will still limit you on the face of this earth. Yeah. A lot of people have favor with men and they don't have favor with God. That also will only limit you to this earth. I am praying that you have the two. Amen. Because when you have favor with God and not favor with men, you live a frustrated life. Why? Because it is God who puts certain things on earth as principles. Because Jesus Christ, who is a model son, the Bible said in Luke 2, 52, he said, and the child grew. And he had favor with who? With God and with man. So you, who would you say you are following after? Daniel, in fact, there's so many people in the Bible. Daniel, he had favor with God and favor with man. Joseph had favor with God, had favor with man. David had favor with God, had favor with man. You have to go. Esther had favor. We, I'm showing sure you, you can see we just read about Esther and favor with the king and favor with God. So, for you to actually make breakthroughs on the face of this earth, you need to have the two. So I'm trying to say something to us this morning. It's not just good enough to say all that matters. His favor with God. If I have favor with God, it doesn't matter. It does matter. That's what is interesting. That is part of what I'm trying to say. I discovered that it's actually interesting, amazing. I discovered that you can unlock certain keys. It's not to have favor with men at the expense of favor with God. Because Galatians 1.10 tells us that. Do we not begin to please men? Become men pleasers? 
At the expense of God. That's not what we're talking about. It's to understand that God has put certain things in place. And we are meant to honor them. Amen. The first key. Which unlocks this realm of favor with men. Is relationship. Oh, I knew that. That's true. But if you knew it was a key to favor. Then there is a way you will look at it differently from today. Relationship. Now, interesting thing is relationship is the least understood and the least enjoyed concept among believers. It's the least. We talk about it, but we don't really enjoy it as we should. In fact, we don't even understand it as we should. We place very low priority on relationship. Whereas, relationship by itself is a currency in the spirit. Relationship is capital. Just because you know somebody, somebody knows somebody. When God brings people into our life, please know this. We got to understand that God is doing something. Anytime God wants to bless you, he will bring people into your life. And anytime Satan wants to curse you, he will bring people into your life. So this is why you are going to understand that people do matter. There is no time that God will say, I want to bless you, and God himself will come down in a kind of way. He will still use people. So what you do with people, therefore, matters. If you like, go to 40 days prayer, dry fast. If you keep on ignoring what people God has placed in your life, you are limiting your outcome of that prayer. Amen. We said it many times that people are like elevators. When you get into the right relationship, one can take you up, another can take you down. May God send you people that will take you up. Now here comes the interesting part of relationship. True relationship, they are not programmed, friends, but they come with process. True relationship, they are not programmed. You can't just turn them on and turn them off. You can't behave anyhow to a relationship and then expect it to work for you when you need it. No, it doesn't happen. I was preparing my message yesterday. My wife wanted to talk to me. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want any disturbance. Please, please, please. After I dropped the phone, then the Holy Spirit spoke to me. So, with my tails between my leg, I picked my phone and then I sent a text. I said, oh, no, sorry, no, I want a critical part in my message and I just wanted to shut down everything and all that. She didn't reply. So two hours later, she came to say to me, good night. I said, oh, you don't need to go. You can sit. She said, no, 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 I'm going. I said, ah, you are still upset with that thing. She said, I said, that moment has passed. And that moment has passed. My moment has started. <laughs> you can't treat relationship anyhow and just expect people just to suck it up. She said, I only wanted to actually tell you something. I don't know whether what she wanted to tell me would have been a blessing. But even before she started, I shut her down. See, the person you think is not relevant today. Are you following me now? Could be the one that would determine your next level tomorrow. And it is God that will position them. Amen. So true relationships cannot be programmed, but they come with process. 
The interesting thing about true relationships, they are laced with twists and turns. Twists and turns. Twists and turns. They are sometimes they are complicated. But you don't throw them away because of how it seems today. Relationships require tolerance. It requires endurance. We have to go past that huddle. Amen. If you think about Esther and Mordecai, for example, look at their relationship. Look at the time that Esther had become the queen now. And the uncle sent a message to her and said, hey, we need you to go and see the king. And she felt like, doesn't this man know what that means? The story is summed up in a few verses when you look at that. But if you actually go to travel into their story and get into the heart of Esther and consider the price she was being asked to pay, it was not that easy. Sometimes relationships would demand something of you that is heavy. Sometimes the approach, the method, the style might not actually be the way you want it. But if you can always establish that this is a godly relationship. My friend, look past what you see on the physical. Are you following me now? Look past what you see. Look past the way he put it, the way she put it. You must understand that God is up to something better. If we can go past today's bad cloud, there is a silver lining beyond this cloud. Amen. So true relationships will go through all that kind of stuff. Who would have known that these two people will end up before the king? In fact, while Bodekai was planning the whole stuff, he himself never thought the day will come that the king will give him the king's secret ring. Yes, Esther, by God's grace, will become the queen, but never in his own mind would he have thought the day will come that he will be commanding stuff. The best probably could be the uncle or the father of the queen. But in the passage we read, two of them now stood and they were commanding the affairs of the state. See, that's what can happen when we value the relationships that God has placed in our lives. There are relationships in my life. One of the things I thank God for is my life that is open book. That I didn't realize that learning how to go through bad moments is a key. Sometimes I just do it out of the spirit of harmony. Are you getting my point? And I know, I've always known that by his grace, I enjoy blessings far beyond my effort. I know that. But I just thought, God is good. But knowing certain things that I know, I realize that, my dear friends, if you know certain keys, favor can never be shut off or locked off against you. Even your place of work, you are known to always be this person that just want to flash God, 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 God. But you are not good to human beings. You will be limited. I found out that there is a way you can actually unlock favor and there is a way you can unlock hardship. Which of the routes do you want to take? Even your place of work, you are one of those people that have made up your mind. You will be difficult against your colleagues and against your leaders. My dear friend, there is no level of good report you are bringing. It will go under the table. 
You are the first one who will complain about what good thing every other person is doing. I am telling you, you will sweat, 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 and be saying, God, where are thou? There are people who make themselves enemy of progress even in the house of God. It's not because you don't have the Holy Spirit. It's because you have unlocked the door of hardship. So you are sweat, sweating, sweating, sweating. But I pray today is a day of change. Ah, see, it's a day of change. God is unlocking great doors for you, doors of favor. As you hearken to the voice of God today, there are things that are overdue. There are blessings overdue. There are promotions overdue. There are levels overdue. I see God is bringing somebody in this place too. If you are the first person to criticize what other colleagues at work are doing, you rubbish their effort, you don't celebrate them when they got something good, listen to me, it will always come back to you. So, meanwhile, you've been on mountain top. The mountain top will be limited. Do you remember Esau? When Esau made up his mind, he's going to go against his father. After they blessed Jacob, he said, the day of mystery or something like that of my father is at hand. Remember when he made up his mind that he's going to really make sure that, ah, I will kill this guy and I will do some terrible thing against his family. He made up his mind he was going to go against the system. Every time you come up with that kind of lifestyle, you say, I will frustrate everybody. Listen to me, you may think you are getting away with it. But progress that you talk about will not be in your hand. So it will be a case of the child that says the mother will not sleep. You won't sleep. The mother too will not sleep. Everybody is having video. <laughs> okay, some of you didn't get the joke that one. If a child, a baby, say tonight nobody is going to sleep in this house. I'm going to keep on crying throughout the night. It's true. We may not sleep, but you too won't sleep. <laughs> so allow us to sleep so you too can sleep. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hmm. Everything that has value will cost you something. It will cost you something. Everything that has value. And one of the things it will cost you is brokenness. Brokenness is the key to true relationship. It will cost you something. That's it. Because a relationship without brokenness is a myth. Thinking that I can get what I want to get in this relationship and become what I want to become in this relationship without brokenness is just a myth. Do you know anybody? No, I don't know anybody that knows him. Certain people will just ring fence you with limitations because you have not paid the price of favor. Are you following me now? May that not be your portion. The Bible said a man came to his friend in the night. He said, wake up because I've got guests in my house. You must answer me. I need bread. He said, even if he will not do it, so that he will not be worn out. He said, his friend, look at his, his friend at the door. There are some people who can inconvenience you because they are paid the price. So you find out that there is a way you pay a price of favor. It's not convenience. It was not convenient for God to release his son. And friends, when you understand this, then we get to a level where before you ask, it is already done. That's how it is. 
Those who take us as alternative cannot be taken as priority. It's a law of life. You must understand that you cannot be available for everybody the same way. God was not like that. And he's still not like that. How do I know this? Scripture says so. He says in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, the B part. He said, but the Lord said, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. So, the thing about relationship, it unlocks doors of favor. And I want you to understand that when you now know that's how it is, you know what begins to happen? You take your relationship serious. And then you commit them to prayer. And then you guard them. And you guard your heart. So if you have a relationship that is important to you, nobody just comes around and rubbish your relationship in your presence. The Bible says in Genesis 41 verse 14, it says, and Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and brought him quickly out of the dungeon. Stop. This Joseph had been in jail. And Ralalu will tell you that if somebody is on, uh, I don't know what kind of criminal thing they have charged him for, assault, sexual assault. If he's going to come out of that jail, we need a lawyer. We need to appeal to the court, right? We need a date to be set for us in court. There was nothing like that. The king sent for him. All of a sudden, he pulled him out. Why? Because there's a relationship, not with the king, but with his butler. I pray for somebody in this place today. In the name of Jesus, I see a court in time. A court in time. What will have taken other people a long time to go through? Legal battles. In the name of Jesus, God is pulling you through it. God is pulling you through it. You are coming out of dungeon. You are coming out of the backside of the desert. In the name of Jesus, God is pulling you from where you are locked up. He's taking you to the front. In the mighty name of Jesus. This Joseph, because of what he had done, because of relationship he had had with the person in the past, all of a sudden, a single phone call. Bring him out. You are coming out from basements. Many years ago, it was a phone call I received. I came out from basement where I was working. I had applied for jobs several times upstairs. They said, oh, you, you don't have English accent. You have, your African accent is too thick. But when God said, my time has come. Are you listening to me? It was a phone call that put me from basement to become a team leader. I started leading people who have gotten interview for me that they didn't give me before. I say for you in the name of Jesus, God is pulling you from dungeon. He's taking you somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. God is promoting you today by the royal said you are coming out. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. Unlocking the realm of favor. Be seated. The Bible said in this concerning root in Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 3. God has already said that the Moabite cannot enter into the assembly unto the 10th generation. But because root had a relationship with Naomi. All that law was thrown away. Not only did she enter, the Bible said that she gained favor. 
Ah, she gained favor. And next week I'm going to talk more about that. She gained favor because of the kind of relationship she has entered into. I say what they said you can't step into. The kind of community they say you cannot live in. You are living in there. Your children are getting there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Esther in chapter 2 verse 9. The Bible said Esther won the favor of the king custodian of the women. This is man to man. Esther won favor of a custodian of the women. And that man put her somewhere in a special place. I said that favor will relocate you. In the name of Jesus, somebody is getting a higher elevation. In the mighty name of Jesus, you're getting a higher elevation. A higher elevation. I decree in the name of Jesus, you are becoming visible. In Jesus' name, all daughters have done well, but you have excelled them all. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are excelling in the things you are doing. The work of your hand is becoming visible. God is touching you in a new way. In the mighty name of Jesus, he's working on you. You understand that Esther didn't just move like that. Whatever the man told her to do, she did. I decree you will be able to discern. You'll be able to discern in the mighty name of Jesus. In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 15, the Bible said, In the light of the king's face is life. And his favor is like the cloud that brings latter rain. I decree in the name of Jesus. Favor will bring fresh rain. I say fresh rain on your career. Fresh rain on your career. Fresh rain on your business. Fresh rain on the things you do. In the name of Jesus. Somebody receive it today. Receive in the name of Jesus. Fresh rain. Fresh rain. Like the rain that comes from above. Receive it. Favor will unleash unto you. Fresh rain. Fresh rain. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 84, verse 11, it says that for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. Favor and honor. He said, no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. I love that word, no good thing. Is there any good thing you desire this morning? Think about it for a second. Think about it. No good thing. So right now, speak to God and say, Lord, I thank you for this good thing. I thank you. Come on, somebody embrace it. I thank you for this good thing. I receive in the name of Jesus. No good thing will he withhold. I decree in the name of Jesus. No good thing. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. I receive that good thing. Promotion is a good thing. Relationships are a good thing. Children are a good thing. Come on, somebody receive it. All good thing. All good gift. The Bible says good things are from the Lord. Good things. Receive it. Receive it. No good thing. Don't think anything is too difficult for him to do. He said for them that walk uprightly. Don't fight it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. The thing about favor is makes your face to shine. The Bible said in number 6, 25 to 26. It says the Lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. I say God's face will shine upon you. He will shine upon your effort. He will shine upon your labor. He will shine upon the things you're doing. In the name of Jesus, men will recognize the grace of God upon your life and will make things begin to work for you. In the name of Jesus, you will be called into greater things. The Lord will lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Ah! Receive peace, receive peace, receive peace. Receive peace in this house right now. Receive peace. I come against every turbulence in your heart. In the name of Jesus, receive peace. The peace that the world does not understand. Receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive the peace of God. Thank you, Father. Be seated for one minute. We're going to close. In Proverbs chapter 3, here is the 
word of the preacher saying in Proverbs 3, 1 to 4, he said, my son, do not forget my law. We started by saying that there are laws that unlock favor. There are laws. And those laws we talked today so far about relationship with people. It unlocks favor. Listen, there is a way that people can sit in a panel and say, this person we want to employ from that department. Mm, can we still wait? That other person that the name is not on this list, can we bring them in? Their name was not on the list. Not on the list. People, because of a character defect. Are you following me now? They will move somebody who is not on the list and put their name on the list. I said that the light of God will shine upon your name. In the name of Jesus, that application in the council, that application for planning permission as a church, will receive it, will receive it. Favor! In the name of Jesus. Everything we need to do in this next level will receive it by favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, somebody will just say, I think I know those people. I think there was a time I ran into them, this thing happened. God will cause somebody to remember your good works. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and if you are in this place and you have done some bad things, and right now you are feeling somehow, we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. The word of the Lord is to redeem, not to condemn. It's to redeem, not to condemn. Where you have blown your opportunities, where you have blown your chances. I pray that in the name of Jesus that God that redeems will redeem you. The God that restore will restore you. God will grant unto you. He said time and chance happen to them all. Receive a time, receive a chance. Receive a time, receive another chance. In the name of Jesus. He said my son do not forget the law but let keep them in your heart for length of days and long life and peace will they add to you. Receive long life somebody. Receive long life in the name of Jesus. He said let not mercy let not mercy and truth forsake you. Wow! Mercy and truth will not forsake you. He said, bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. <laughs> so you may find favor and a high esteem. Look at that. Favor and a high esteem in the sight of men and God. This is it. That you will find favor. The sight of men and God. High esteem. People say that I know that lady. She's very, very respectful. I know that man. She'll go to any, he will go to any extent. He's a good man. There is a way the hand of the Lord can be upon you that people just call you good. Not because you will not act it. For by calling you good, you will become good. You know when they were looking for Dickens? They will say, look amongst you, men of good report. Are you following me now? Say, good man, may you be known as a good person. A person of high esteem. So when they say that you did something, people say, mm, that is out of character. That's not how he or she will normally speak. And I say, wait, somebody just conclude. Oh, he said that. Oh, I'm not surprised. Many believers have missed out on opportunities of promotion at work. Because of what we're just speaking on this morning. And yet, it takes favor to be promoted. I don't know whether you've seen this video click. I didn't intend to go there. My time is far up. People sent this on WhatsApp some time ago. A guy was going for an interview. And I um, can't remember. He ran into another person on his way in. That guy was the owner of the company. You know? He said, I'm late for the interview. And he was trying to push through. And so, this gentleman just allowed him to go through. <laughs> 
And it's like, young, come on, I've got better things to do upstairs. And when he got upstairs, the person on the chair was the person he has just messed about with. You know, be careful how you treat people on your way up. Because you might meet them on your way down. Shall we just rise up this Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110. Or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again.